Undeniable Johnny Goldsmith, J.U. Wrestle Talk, and TWG1991 require your undivided attention for however long this takes. Welcome to Snapbacks and Beards. Your discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 48 of your favorite wrestling podcast. It is the Snapbacks and Beards podcast. I am your host, that wrestling guy, TWG1991. And as always, I am joined by my two co-hosts. First off, the undeniable Johnny Goldsmith. Johnny, how are we doing? All good. All good. Yeah, yourself? Good. Yeah, good to hear. Yeah, all good here. And as usual, J.E. WrestleTalk. Jay, how are we doing? I'm not going to lie, mate. I'm very tired. I'm very, very tired, <laughs> but I'm here. I'm still here. I'm here. The, the, the thought of podcasting got you through, so... It did, it's indeed. It's all good. <laughs> So we have a few things to discuss this evening. We've had, obviously, there's a Raw, there's a SmackDown, and there was a very, very good NXT pay-per-view that I think we should discuss. Um, but we will go back almost a week or pretty much a week to talk about Raw. And I'm going to start with you, Johnny, with your, mm-hmm. I know your favourite, uh, we had a continuation of Cody Rhodes and Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> so they're going to collide on Raw tonight, I think. Yes. Where do you see this going and what do you think of it? Um, well, Cody will win, won't he? <laughs> I don't think there's any uh, denying that. Um, undeniable, you could say. He calls himself that as well. I've got a bit of a problem with that too. Um it's just it's on Raw though, like it's a throwaway episode of Monday Night Raw, similar to AW at a Edge and Christian match on just a weekly television show. The need to obviously get this in before the Royal Rumble, um, so I guess there wasn't any choice. But I don't really like the idea of this potentially massive storyline being just the last thing before the end of 2023, and mm-hmm. Cody gets the win and. Shinsuke just stays 2024 with nothing to do. I mean, um, it has potential to be a good match. Well, you know, be a good match. It has potential to be so much more than what it is. And it's just a shame that this is where they're going to have it because I don't really see this going any further than just, you know, mm. ending tonight, really. Yeah. I, I was just saying, JG, as, as good as, as this has had like a, a mini build, I guess, could it have had a longer build? And would that have paid off more if they'd had a longer build? Uh, yeah, I think so. Obviously, Nakamura's been teasing it for a few weeks, hasn't he? We didn't know who he was talking to. We thought it might have been CM Punk. Um, but re- I, I think it might go longer than just this match. It never it never makes it to a pay-per-view, but I wonder if they could have three matches to take us through. To, to the Royal Rumble, maybe keeping Cody with something to do, but I just feel bad for Shinsuke because it doesn't end well for him, and it never does. Mm. He nice. wins the Royal Rumble and then doesn't win the title at Mania. He and this year we've seen him go against Seth, which we knew he probably wasn't going to win, and he's absolutely not. No one, no one's beating Cody now on the run up until the Rumble. If he beats Cody tonight, I'll be very, very surprised unless he steals a victory. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I just, I just worry for Shinsuke, and I feel like they don't really know how to book him properly. Um, yeah. But I, re- regardless, it'll be a very good match. But it's, it's a, 
it's a feud that doesn't really mean anything. It's a feud for the sake of the feud. And it's, it's both decent booking and poor booking both at the same time. Poor booking because it's not doing anything for Shinsuke to get a win because that's not going to happen. But it probably is going to put him back in the main event of Monday Night Raw again because he's going to, it will be, it, yeah. I imagine it will be the main event unless it opens the show. And they must see something in him because they put him in main events against Seth Rollins for the world title, but not enough to pull a trigger on him. And I just feel kind of bad for him. He's still not been a world champion in WWE of, of CNXT, but he's still not been a world champion, which considering who they've had as champions is, is quite surprising, isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. For me, I think Shinsuke mm-hmm. deserves that. Absolutely. Hey, Here's one. Do you I, think there could be... Uh, go ahead, Johnny, sorry. I was just going to say, don't hinder gender. <laughs> don't hinder gender. Absolutely not. Uh, I was going to say, do you think that Tanahashi, is it Tanahashi, no, Okada, do you think there could be uh, a 2024 where Shinsuke, Okada, Shinsuke Nakamura fights because each get Okada at, in a WWE show? I wouldn't I wouldn't rule it out, but I'd, I'd worry how that would be booked because... Will the will the casual fan know as much about Akada to appreciate that? Potentially, no, that's true. My worry there again is for Shinsuke, yeah. because you're not you're not going to have Akada come in and have him lose, are you? So Shinsuke will get dealt a loss again. Um, I yeah. wonder if we could see them fight alongside each other rather than against each other, maybe have them alongside each other until they break up and then it may be mm. and then i then i suppose that adds some not confusion but actually then like you say if akada came in now had a feud with nakamura akada is going to win that feud give it 18 yeah. months it might be a little bit more will akada win the feud or will nakamura win the feud so that gives mm. it a little bit more of that potentially yeah no that makes sense but i think yeah we can all agree Nakamura is not winning this, and he's not going to come out on top in this feud. Um, which is, can I just say early on in the episode, are we in agreement that the name of this episode could be It Doesn't End Well for Shinsuke? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so next, um, I'm gonna sort of jumble this and throw this all in at once. Um, but we'll go to your boy, Jay. Um, obviously, obviously, we saw Seth Rollins versus Jey Uso, um, but earlier in the night, we saw Sami Zayn versus Drew McIntyre. And are we now saying that the heel turn of Drew McIntyre is complete, and we have the, you know, the Scottish psychopath or whatever we're gonna, whatever Michael Cole's gonna call him next? Uh, yes, I think we're fully there, and it's about damn time as well because. This yeah. Drew is going to make me want to watch Drew McIntyre on TV. This yeah. unhinged, just Claymore mm-hmm. kicking the shit out of everyone. Claymore kicking the world heavyweight champion. Claymore kicking the the three of the most over people in WWE today. I don't know how you can get more heelish than that. Um, yeah, he's definitely there. Um, just quickly touching on the Seth and Jay match. Um, I take issue with the fact that loyalty to the fans gets you absolutely nothing. In that match, 
how loyal has Seth been to the fans? He's done everything and he's so over and got him cheering and everything like that. Yet they want they wanted Jay Uso to win that match. That's just how over Jay is. But they've also been that behind Seth for so long. And then mm. Jay comes along and loyalty gets you nothing with WWE fans. Loyalty means yeah. nothing. I, I guess as well, like that's the that's the issue when you get face versus face. Because yeah. you're always you're always gonna get someone that's slightly but, less but, popular. But Seth was getting booed though. Cheer both. Cheer both. Yeah. yeah. No, mm-hmm. that makes that makes sense. Um are we before I come to you, Johnny, are we gonna now see Sami Zayn just disappear for a little bit? Just uh, I heard a rumour that apparently CM Punk is going to sign to Raw and that Sammy will move to SmackDown. Where I don't know how true that is, but obviously it puts him back with KO again. Which Can we keep gonna... Sammy, oh, <laughs> Sammy and KO apart from each other? It's man. sake. Because what will happen is... I don't, K- I don't know if there's any truth there. K- KO will then turn on Sammy and be like, you left me on what like and all this and oh oh fair enough. But, but then yeah. I guess you know KO's gonna need a tag team partner for Waller and Theory, Theory Waller. isn't he? Oh well way to put a downer on things, Jay. <laughs> I mean I, I would have I would have said just have I would have said to have Keo fight him by himself. Like he's good enough to you know he would happily <laughs> do that and I think it'd be more yeah. entertaining. You know, just yeah. have Keo do it. Because he's the one who wants to fight everybody, yeah. so make him have that character where it's like I don't care how many I'm going to fight, just fighting all by myself. But he can't you know, go around he's... punching people in the face backstage. He's not, not in 2023. To... No, it's not something that's, no, that KO can do. No. Um, but yeah, Johnny, anything else to add on? Well, Sammy, Drew, Jay, well, or Sammy, um, I, I thought I saw rumors saying that Sammy Zayn's been granted time off just mm. to have time to be off for a while um and he does need it you know as much as i enjoy sammy's in the bloodline stuff his momentum just stopped after montreal um maybe you know wrestlemania but after that it just it's been the same main event every single week it's been drew mcintyre and sammy's in and jay Uso and cody rhodes and seth rollins in that order against the judgment day in some variety so we need something to change and Sammy's in um being a workhorse, you know. He's worked hard, he's done everything that's been asked of him, been there every single week. But getting a time off, I think, is good for him and for the yeah. fans who will start to get bored of him if they don't um change things about him. So having him away for a while, hopefully the fans will be like, you know, appreciate him more when he comes back again. Yeah, agreed. Um with with Drew McIntyre, I like this heel turn and he's called a Scottish psychopath. Start acting like one. So we're starting to see him act like it now. It's not just a name. I remember at first he was a Scottish Terminator, which they dropped after like two weeks and called him a Scottish Psychopath. But he never changed anything. So we're starting to see that now, which is, you know, again, it's funny how heel turns make people interesting. Mm. Hint hint yeah. Bianca Belair. Um <laughs> yes. but- do we who who is Drew's first proper heel feud with? Because he has to win it. Now that he's this this heel turn has happened, he has to win that first feud, surely. 
Well, he can wipe out Sami Zayn, like absolutely obliterate Sami Zayn, making yeah. he has to have time off, and that could be the first one he gets. And I think it's come at a time when if you it's news now that Sammy is going to be off television, yeah. just have Drew just destroy him, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'd go for that. Um so I've um I've put in my notes here, very, very short, but we'll um we can make it uh make it longer. The Creed brothers are so good. The Creed so brothers good. are very, very good. So good. Yeah. Um I, I personally would like to see them booked with the Alpha Academy, but with Gable turning on Otis and Tazawa and actually going down the I want to be serious and we should be being serious route and put him with the Creed brothers because I just think they're, they're so good. Um, and obviously actually a big win for them over... JD and, mm-hmm. and Dom, I think. And then mm-hmm. they've looked really good on the on the main roster. Um and they're, you know, they're an actual proper tag team, which I'm a big fan of. Um, Jay, what are your are your thoughts on the Creed brothers and the next step for the Creed brothers? Um so Julius Creed has like an unholy amount of core strength. Like he does stuff that like no man should ever be able to do. Like, you talk about Mark Henry being the world's strongest man. Put him in the ring mm. with Julius Creed and see what happens. Um, the only thing I don't like is the finisher, the Brutus Ball. I don't like that. Mm. It's just like a sideways jump into someone and a backdrop off their... Like, I think that could do some work. Do some work. However, um, yeah, absolutely next steps. Um, fighting for tag titles. Split them up. That We've said before, again and again, yeah. tag titles need splitting up. Um, have Judgment Day drop both sets because they don't need them. They don't need them. Judgment Day don't need the tag bells. Mm. Um, Nickel, have them, yeah, drop them and Nickel just take a set, Adam Pierce take a set, and then, yeah, have have uh, the Creed brothers fight for them, potentially even win them. A finals match, uh, Imperium, Kaiser and Vinci versus uh, Creed Brothers would be quite nice to see. In well, the I finals mean, of that. even on that, like, even in that, like, I know it may seem slightly lazy booking in a sense, but yeah, you could have have Nick Aldis take a set on for SmackDown. You could keep the tag titles on the Judgment, the Raw tag titles on the Judgment Day. Have a tag team tournament. And have the winners face the Judgment Day. The Judgment Day don't necessarily have to lose them straight away, but it then it then creates more competition in the tag team division, doesn't it? I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, Johnny, what do you think about the Creed brothers? And just actually, what I add, you say about that the finisher, the Brutus Ball. It's not great, but a finisher like that didn't do the LOD any harm. It's not too dissimilar. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about a different time, though, where there's a lot more fancy moves you can use now. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, and another collegiate group tag team, you know, like Team Angle, American Academy, uh, American Alpha, sorry, you know, uh, Alpha Academy. It's the same kind of thing, isn't it? It's just a real tag team of proper like, collegiate athletes, and they're always entertaining to watch. Um, and that's part of what appeals to me but i think i want to see what they can do on the microphone see what 
what they can do in terms of um, how entertaining they can be when they're not wrestling and when they're talking to the fans. Because Ivy Nile doesn't strike me as someone who does that either. Um, so I need to see what they can do on that aspect. But certainly, you know, entertaining match every time you see them, very, very good. And that could be what makes or breaks them, I guess. Diamond Mine would have been ideal with Roderick Strong still there. That would have been probably the yeah. way they've done that. And um, now he's not there. They've got to really be tested on, can you do this on the mic? <laughs> yeah. Can you do the entertainment side of it? Mm. Yeah. Yes. Um, so sticking with the tag team division, um, a good old-fashioned two out of three falls match, DIY versus Imperium. I'm a big fan of both of these teams, and I'm a big fan of forgotten stipulations because i can't think when we last had a at least especially a tag team two out of three falls match um johnny i know you're a huge fan of imperium and ludwig kaiser especially Mm -hmm. so what do you think of this and do you think we'll see more of these two teams go at it or are they kind of done now what's the what's the next two out of three falls match i hope is quite a final thing for a a rivalry i actually want to give more credit to giovanni vinci in this match because um Mm -hmm. That, that running uh, dive that he did on, I think it was Champa, that was fantastic. The speed that he has to do that. Um, and this really was the moment for me where I realised just how good Vinci is. You yeah. know, I've talked about Kaiser being good, but this really, to me, Sean, you know what? He's brilliant as well, isn't he? I know he's a smaller dude, but he's very, very good. And he wrestles like a bigger guy. So it doesn't really... You wouldn't really notice he's only like five foot seven. Was, he... Um, he can, you know, he wrestles in a style that is usually like the bigger guy sort of style, um, and a good chemistry by them all. As much mm. as you know, Johnny Gargano isn't my cup of tea. Uh, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the only Johnny I don't like. Um, <laughs> but you know, like they're, they're good to watch. Very entertaining as a team. Um, it was kind of predictable who wins and kind of predictable that they would go one pinfall down first. I think that kind of was the only issue. It was like it went exactly how you probably expected it to. In that That's tried and tested formula, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. yeah. usually when you, if, if whoever gets the first pinfall, you know, probably isn't going to win it. But Johnny Gargano does have a lot of experience with two out of three falls matches. So there is mm. that, like he knows he's got that engine to keep going until whatever time he needs to, to win the match. So, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, it's a very good match. I think it filled up, filled in a lot of time in that three-hour show. Yeah, always good to see plenty of wrestling in a three-hour wrestling show, though, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Jay, any other thoughts on DIY and Imperium? Um, yeah, I kind of hope this is the end. I want to see them go on to other stuff. But again, there's two, there's two tag teams there that are yeah. probably ready to think about entering tournaments for for tag belts um imperium definitely they could win the whole thing Vinci and kaiser are both great um i wonder if champa is better as a singles competitor rather than in diy but i do kind of want to see where they go with diy as well at the same time the two out of three falls match i like it if it's done properly and not that just two falls are decided really quickly with roll-ups mm. that's what i don't like um yeah if it was yeah but i i enjoyed the match and yeah i like i like imperium a lot and i like DIY. yeah i i think as much as 
as much as I've always said how it annoys me how you how we'll get the predictable Kevin Owens turns on, turn on Sami Zayn, I think what they need because I I do I I really like DIY but I do also really like Champer on his own. I think to make him the best version of him, it's when he's full blown heel Champer. So I think they need to get DIY's main roster popularity up there so he can turn on Johnny Gargano and then actually be that level of heel, mm-hmm. I think would probably be the way to do it. Creed um, Brothers against DIY probably is where you're looking to go now, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Creed Brothers probably will be the heel in that one. I haven't seen Johnny Gargano as a heel, so I'm interested to see how that would go. But I yeah, think it would be Creed Brothers. It's it's less believable than Champa. Um, okay. and, and I think the the difficulty of Johnny Gargano as a heel is the kind of exciting moveset that he has. And it's, you know, you don't, I, for me, you don't get many high flying heels, really, because yeah. that's, you know, fast paced and exciting and gets the crowd off their feet, which you don't really want as a as a heel really um but he's very good mm. on the mic as a heel actually to be to be fair very good at his his promos um so the last bit i've got on raw on the raw side of things so nia jacks beat shayna baszler because reasons um are we is that just going to go down the route of nia jacks versus rhea at the Rumble, so that it keeps Becky Lynch away from Rhea till Elimination Chamber, but but we're seeing Becky and Nia have this like throwback to when Nia broke her face. So will we get Nia versus Becky at the Rumble? And if so, where does that leave Rhea, Jay? Um, I think we probably do get Nia versus Becky at the Rumble. And then I think Nia takes out Becky and then entrance number 30, Becky Lynch's music hits and she comes down and maybe wins it. Um, As far as Rhea goes for the Rumble, I don't know. And unless she enters the Rumble because she's that confident, Mm. but she can get eliminated. She doesn't need to win it. Uh, She could get eliminated. Um, Yeah, I don't... What happens to Rhea? Unless, for me, you, sorry, I was just saying, unless, for me, you need a big match. You need a big match at Elimination Chamber for Rhea. Yeah, so I, I think, I, and I've said this before, I think Rhea competes in the Chamber and yeah. defends her title in the Chamber, um, and that's the main event it has to be. Um, but just stepping back quickly, like, talk about people that have fallen off Shayna Baszler. She took out Ron. She turned and took out Ronda Rousey. She ran through everyone in the elimination chamber, and now she's being dealt losses to Nia Jax. Like I know you want to try and build Nia Jax up so that when Becky eventually beats her, it looks like Becky's beaten like a massive person. Um, but yeah, I feel bad for Shayna, and I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, Becky and Nia get saved for Raw, and then you get Nia and Rhea. Yeah. Um, the Rumble. Yeah. It's quite a tough one to pick, actually. That. Yeah. It's, it, there's a few directions they could go, but it's it's where they actually will end up with it. Uh, Johnny, what do you think? 
Well, I think they can go full circle and have Naya against Becky Lynch at WrestleMania if they really want to, you know, want to give uh, more women's wrestling time. Then maybe there should be matches that doesn't involve a championship, and it's a personal issue there. And Becky Lynch became the character she is now because of Naya Jax. Whether people want to agree or not, that's kind of how it went. Yeah, agreed. and I think that again, there's a lot of months to fill here, a lot of weeks of television to fill. If it was me, I'd maybe consider how we can drag this out to them to fight at the WrestleMania. Maybe Becky Lynch gets eliminated by Nia Jax after she's already been thrown out. She comes back, takes out Lynch, and then leads to that match. But I think we're probably looking at Rhea against Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. So I'm not sure um, if they can pull it out for that long. Um, but Rhea Ripley in, uh, on uh, the Royal Rumble. I mean, she could do a Lesnar and just go in the Royal Rumble match and think that she mm. can win it because she's the champion. Or a returning Liv Morgan, if she was. I don't know if she is. That's just me assuming that she might. Because, you know, the other who's the other big guys, who's the other big girls that she hasn't faced yet? I mean, Piper Niven. But where's that connection there? There's absolutely no connection to having her have a match. And then, of course, Chelsea is the tag team champion with her. So then it wouldn't make sense for Rhea to fight one tag team champion and the other one's just left to not do anything. We've not yet seen Jade Cargill, so we don't know what's going on with her. Yes, yeah. Um, I think we'll see Becky and Jax somehow. I think they will drag it out. But I don't. I really don't see where they take Rhea Ripley for the Royal Rumble. It's difficult to call. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. So Ivy, Ivy and I would be again. Ivy and I would be very oh, good as a choice. A and I think there is yeah. a way. Judgment Day. Well, actually, that works. Because Judgment Day will be fighting the Creed Brothers, I think. Yeah. So then we can fight at the Royal Rumble. So that, that would work as well. Yeah. Now, I'm not. I'm not saying that this person is going to win, but could we get a real underdog story here for the Royal Rumble? Rhea Ripley versus Maxine Dupree. Well, they've got that on Raw, haven't they? This week. Yes. So. Have they? Is, yeah, it, is that oh is that is that a match on Raw? Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's on Raw tonight. Yeah. Okay. Maybe um, I've seen that and that's subconsciously <laughs> so, like maybe I've seen it without actually seeing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, it's, it's, I mean, does that mean are we going to get some Alpha Academy Judgment Day kind of, you know, kind of interactions? to Judgment Day, the Priest and Balani? Not that, not that I really want Gable and Otis to sort of be fed into losses, but. You know, do the Judgment Day, the Priest and Bala need need a a match or a couple of matches just to keep things ticking over for them, so you could get them to versus the Alpha Academy while you've got Dupree and Rhea, maybe. Um, I, I don't know. It's and keep an eye on after WrestleMania. Keep an eye on Lash Legend because I think mm-hmm. she might be having something to do with Rhea in the next year. Yeah, I think that's that's mm-hmm. definitely a definitely a possibility. Um, although I would probably have maybe two others from NXT at rear before Lash, but I think Lash definitely has that has that look and that potential. So I'm assuming one of those is Blair Davenport. Blair Davenport and Lyra Valkyra. Absolutely them too. Absolutely them too. And and we've seen Lyra versus Rhea on NXT and that was so good. Mm-hmm. So I'll be up all up for seeing that again um so jumping over to the blue brand and i am 
going to work backwards and start off with the main event because, as we know, Triple H is a avid listener of the Snapbacks and Beards podcast uh, <laughs> because last week Johnny called that the main event would be Randy Orton and LA Knight versus Solo and Jimmy. Lo and behold, that was the main event. Johnny, mm -hmm. what did you think of this? As I mentioned in the uh, TikTok on Snapbacks and Beards, go check that out on the SmackDown review. Um, predictable. I mean, it was good to see them together, of course, but, I mean, it was never going to end any other way. It was always going to be an RKO from Randy to Jimmy Uso getting the pin. Um, the only way that could have gone differently is if Elliot and I took a pin, but Randy Orton's not going to lose on his first proper match back, like, at all, is he? So it was expected... Exactly, it was going exactly how as I expected, but um, it, obviously it was good to see them team up. I like that sort of uh, Randy Orton's like, I've no idea who he is, who, who is this guy. I thought I quite like that, and that shows how far he's developed in the sense of Randy Orton was, you know, a tag team champion in May 2022, and Elliot Knight was nowhere to be seen. And now here we are, where he is like one of the main guys on SmackDown. Um, you know, again, a good match, and Randy against Roman Reigns will probably definitely happen at the Royal Rumble. They ran, you know, uh, Reigns is back next week and he's pinned a member of the bloodline. So that's usually where they go with that. You know, pin one member, I can go for the tribal chief now. So, yeah. Johnny, what are your, what are your thoughts? And just quickly, I, I, I haven't written this down, but I thought of it. This year, LA Knight has had a lot of rub from a lot of people. Like, you know, he's had he's had that segment with Taker at Raw 30. Obviously, um had the had the stuff with Cena, had the stuff with Orton. Like he's, you know, had a match with Reigns. Uh, he's he has had a, a very, very good year, hasn't he? Mm. Let's not forget as well, he started the year out with Bray. Let's not forget. About uh, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um yeah, uh, LA Knight is like uh, his rise can only continue in 2024. Um, he's got over naturally as well, which is WWE hate it when people do that, but they've obviously run with this one. They're like, we cannot ignore this. And why not? Why would you not capitalize on it when you can make a shitload of money off someone? Why would you not capitalize on that? Mm -hmm. Um, the match itself, yeah, I thought was I thought it was good, it was a good match. It's nice to see Randy competing again. Um, I liked the steal away from the BFT to give the RKO instead almost a little, well, hang on a minute, kid. You've been here yeah. a minute. I've been here 22, 20, however many years. This is this is still my house. Daddy is fully home. <laughs> um, I'd quite like to see what I thought was going to happen after that match is I thought that Randy Orton was going to give LA Knight an RKO because mm. he'll just dish them out to anyone if he likes you or not. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. So yeah. um, is it, my question coming out of this is obviously we're going to get Reigns versus uh, Randy. Um, I assume maybe WrestleMania, we might get Randy versus Solo maybe. Solo is going to need something to do later on down the line. But at some point, it would be nice to see Randy versus LA Knight mm -hmm. because I think, again, that would give LA Knight a further rub. Not that he really needs it now because he is flourishing on his own, but give him them big names. And Randy wouldn't mind losing to LA Knight if it's to help put over future talent. Like, Randy mm -hmm. wouldn't mind that. 
Um, but yeah, I just love seeing Randy back and also giving uh, Nick Aldis a check for 100k when the fine was 50 and saying this is for next time. Love yeah, that. Just, that's the autumn we need. That is, and like you say, yeah. just the one that's going to drop RKOs on whoever, whenever, because he can. Like that's yeah, that mm-hmm. that absolutely makes makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you know Randy Orton means business when he has that um, zip hoodie up. When he has that, that's that's the Randy who means business. Yeah, yeah. So, and when sorry one... to interrupt. Oh yeah, yeah. Go on. I was just going to say quickly, and when you get a Randy Orton that's got absolutely no hair, that's when you need to run. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So going from one generational sort of talent. Uh, to another, we saw Charlotte Flair in a match with Oscar, and it looks like Charlotte is injured, and it looks like it's real. It looks like a legit, legit injury to her knee. If mm-hmm. that is, if that is a serious one, because it didn't, it didn't look great, and it looked fair play to her for finishing. It looked like they went to the finish a bit early, but yeah, fair play where what is the plan now what is will wwe have a plan b now without charlotte and is it do you think the plan was always for oscar to win even before like or do you think they called it on the fly johnny for oscar to win because charlotte got hurt I think it, it works in the storyline where Bailey last week cost them a match. And now this time when she's been told not to come to ringside, it's helped them win the match. I think that probably was the plan all along. It wouldn't have made sense if it was any other way. Like if, if it ended up where Charlotte gets injured and Asuka still loses, then that's just typical of um, a Charlotte Flair booking. But I just think that this would make more sense the way they're doing it. So like, Bailey isn't totally um, costing them every single time. Mm-hmm. You know, her head's in the right place. She's trying her hardest to help them win. Um, but I can see what you mean. Like, I can definitely see that whilst Damage Control is supposed to win that because obviously Bailey costing them means that, well, every time we do anything with you, you make us lose. Yeah. So, and and if, if yeah. we're going to go down that storyline of Bailey continuously costing them accidentally, so they can kick her out. Now mm. she's helped them win. So it'd be silly for them to kick her out now. Silly for them to kick her out now because they, she's yeah. just helped them beat Charlotte. So I'm um, I'm not not too sure. Um, Johnny, what do you or Jay? Sorry, what do you what do you think? Um, so genuine take, and I know you mention this all the time, but I do wonder if the knee injury is from continuous over rotation of the moonsault mm-hmm. because she lands on her feet. So I do wonder if that does play play a part in that. Um I can't I can't work out whether Oscar was meant to win or not because Bailey does appear all of a sudden, but I don't know if she was there if she was originally booked to cost them or help them. But she says something to she has to get some sort of message to Oscar and I don't know because she mouths something to her when she gets up, but I don't know what she says. So I don't know if she's like the, the finish has changed or we're doing this now rather than in five minutes when we were supposed to do it. Um, I'd like to think that damage control were meant to win that match. Anyway, I'd like to think that. 
Mm-hmm. Going against Charlotte Flair. Yeah, because yeah. she does have to lose. She does have to. At some point, she mm-hmm. does, she can't can't win absolutely everything. But it is sad to see. And whatever happens, I do hope she gets a, re- a speedy recovery and we can see her back again mm-hmm. soon because it sucks anytime a wrestler gets injured. Yeah, yeah. And, and and ultimately as well, like again, it's something that we've we've spoken about at length on uh, on the podcast stuff like that. If if for whatever reason WWE don't go down the the championship route for Jade Cargill, Jade and Charlotte is a match that would that mm-hmm. would be a, a a big a big money match. So if this could potentially be something that then. You know, if if they if WWE did decide or have got it in their plans, we're going to go Jade and Charlotte, and now Charlotte is injured, say for six months, for example, mm-hmm. is that going to impact what we see from Jade Cargill? I mean, like I say I, I still, I still think they must go down a championship route for Jade, but if yeah, so well, if they're not, that's got to be. If, if it's not a championship, I mean, it has to be Charlotte or Bianca, doesn't it? Well, at the moment, we've seen absolutely nothing to Jade, so anything is better than mm-hmm. nothing. Even if they said well, yeah. Jade Cargill is going to de- debut tonight and she's going to fight Piper Niven, like a- anything yeah. is is better than mm-hmm. better than nothing. Mm-hmm. So if the plan and was Charlotte, Charlotte's quick. now injured, yeah, and if the plan was Charlotte and Charlotte's now injured, go go with a plan B or a C. Just have her run her way through loads of like. Mid card, like we we say, mid card men. So I'm going to say that there are mid card women. Have a run away through yeah. mid card women, um, and work her way up there. And then that's when she's staring Rhea Ripley in the face. Is when she's staring the Sky in the face. It's yeah. when she's staring Lyra Lyra Valkyria in the face. And she's like, I take all your belts. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I... well, I think the Bianca Belair storyline works as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. like you, you, you know, you're being portrayed as the best. Well, you know, there's only one AST, and we need to find out who it is. And yeah. you could have, uh, I think Bianca could really carry her through a good match as well. Jade, I don't think it's a bad wrestler, but I think Bianca certainly has a lot more experience and I think they could make a good match out of that. And there's a storyline there of, you know, are you just as good as me or are you just a, are you just uh, overhyped? Let's see what you uh, can and, do. And like you say, yeah, Jade, Jade isn't a, an awful, awful wrestler, but there is mm-hmm. definitely a reason that, 95% of her AEW matches were two and a half minutes long. There must be a reason for that. Yeah. You know, um, you know, as, I, and as, as much as I don't like, as much as there'd be part of me that wouldn't like making a, making a mockery or belittling even more so the women's tag team division. But why couldn't, couldn't you have, you know, Natalia and Tegan Knox versus, Katana Chance and um, who's just Harry partner? Peyton Carter, and literally just have Cargill come down and wipe all four of them out, and just be like, "I'm here." You know, stick stick her in stick her in a few early doors with Natalia, because Natalia will get a good match out of her. You know, mm-hmm. some, something like that. I do, like I say, we we have spoken about Jade appearing and making her debut at the Rumble. But I just think if we haven't seen her and haven't heard her music before then, people won't know who she is. 
and I think that will be that will be a bad a bad thing. Sorry, Jay, what were you about to say before I jumped in? Um, I was just going to say, I don't think that belittles the uh, women's tag division at all. They let Nia Jax come down and run through Zoe Stark, Shayna Baszler. Uh, Rhea Ripley was in the ring at the time. Yeah, true. Uh, they, so I don't think that belittles it. But I was just going to say, um, I think her matches in, T- in TNA, in um, <laughs> her matches in AEW for the, uh, the TBS uh, title were more that short because of a, I would, I want to, th- I would like to believe they were that short because they were looking at it through a dominance route rather than a yeah. can't wrestle that well route. But I yeah. could be wrong. Yeah. Go on, Jay. <laughs> You'll, we'll go Jay, Johnny, me. That's how, that's how we'll go now. Go on, Johnny. Um, Jay. I have forgotten now. What was I going to say? Uh, well, to answer your question about needing to hear her music before, so we've seen her, we've seen her appear on NXT and Raw and SmackDown. Could she not do the same again on the run up to the Royal Royal Rumble, but with music on each, just mm-hmm. so we know her music? And then if she does come down and she does win, whoever, whatever championship she picks, that tells us where she, what brand she's going on. Yeah, yeah. Johnny, yeah, what are you going to say? <laughs> uh, so I was going to say, like, if so, for example, if you are someone who is a massive Charlotte Flair fan, I wouldn't worry too much about the injury in the sense of she's not going to lose a spot. So I don't know how bad it is. You know, if it is a bad injury, you know, I hope that she can come back to wrestle. But when she, one thing I will say that when she does come back, turn a heel, please. Like, as much as I don't particularly like Charlotte Flair either way, a heel work is far far better, and this is a good opportunity for them to make a return as a heel maybe even you know money in the bank depending on how bad the injury is if she can i presume wrestlemania might be out of the equation um but she's not going to lose her spot at all as soon as she's back she's back in that main event like 100 percent. so absolutely if you're, Charlotte, if you're a Charlotte flair fan don't worry too much i think you'll be all right yeah i, I absolutely agree with that um, and i just think i was going to say i don't it's it's hard to tell with with jade's AEW run in terms of you know I think she did get she did get the Goldberg treatment almost um and I think that's the one thing now that I'd kind of I hope doesn't hinder her because you know could could Goldberg have ever put on 15 20 minute matches like I don't I don't know, maybe he could have done, but we never got to see that. So he got used to wrestling a very set format type of match. If now Cargill comes in in WWE and they're like, right, we want you to go 18, 19 minutes with Rhea Ripley. Is that going to expose Cargill because she's only used to doing three, four minute matches? Whether ability wise or not, you could be the best wrestler in the world if you spent three years wrestling three-minute matches. Being then asked to do twenty minutes is a is a hell of a challenge. I assume I don't know. I've never I've never set foot in a ring, but I I would guess that would be a that could be a a, a problem. Um, you know, but I'd, I'd like to see what she can do because she was you know the brief matches she had in AEW were you know they were they were fine and she has got that look to be a star so let's give her the time to be a star i think 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. And talking of stars, CM Punk was on SmackDown, put in a much better promo than he did on yeah. Raw. Um, Johnny, I'm going to come to you because you have some CM Punk merch. So I'm going to come to you first. <laughs> um, what did you What did you think of this promo? And where do you think Punk is going to sign? Even though I don't think it's in doubt where he's going to sign, but where where what do you see happening? Johnny also has CM Punk merch, you know. He does, but yours is newer. Yours is newer. That's why. Mine still says the other company on it. <laughs> um, well, yeah, he's going to sign for Raw, isn't he? Yeah, he's not signed for NXT, that's for sure. Um, it would be quite a swerve if he signed for SmackDown, but then it's like, well, Raw needs that star power. They've got a few people there, but SmackDown, especially with Randy Orton being there now, like they have the bigger stars, I'd argue, and they need someone like CM Punk. You know where Seth Rollins wrestles, right? Yes, SmackDown still has the biggest stars. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, on, on that, just just very quickly, agree on to that, disagree. I, on that, I would say, as a roster, as an overall roster, I think Raw has the biggest star power. But if you go man for man, if you have Randy and Roman turn up on the same show, SmackDown has the biggest star power. Yes, yeah. is how I would say how I would describe it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but yes, Johnny, the, carry on. The, it is CM Punk signing for Raw, and he hasn't mentioned his name yet. But we know where they're going with it, and I quite like actually that they are. Like, we know it's going to happen, but he said, "I won't even mention your name because you know you're not even the you're not even the man in your own house." And like, it's so obvious what they're doing, but it's great. And as soon as he signs for Raw, he probably had. An agreement in place in the contract. Obviously, it's not a real contract, but in this contract, it will be that uh, you know Rollins gets the first match against CM Punk. You know, the first big match. He's the one who gets it. You know, that kind of agreement. Or he could come out on Raw and be like, "Look, I'm sick of you being here. You know, I'm sick of you being in my company, and I want you first, Rollins. I mean, you know, which well, he's going to be in the Rumble, Rumble, isn't he, Punk? Punk's in yes. the Rumble. Uh, oh, is he? So, uh, I'm okay. sure he. I'm sure he. Well, again, he's he's alluded to it, hasn't he? There was that backstage mm. sort of segment with him and Cody. Um, yeah. So, I, uh, you know, could could that be it? Could Seth come out and cost Punk in the Rumble? Just throw him out. Mm. But I, again, uh, I yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, carry on. Sorry, I was just well, uh, you know, similar to the way Adam Pearce was like, if you sign for Raw, I'll give you the first match against whoever wins between Rollins and Uso. And it could do again. Go and look. I'll give you Seth Rollins. I'll give him you at the Royal Rumble, straight yeah. into that. And he signs the contract. And as I mentioned, there was potential of that match happening that soon. And they could just do that because I guess they'll need to have some kind of incentive as to why should I sign for Raw? Why you know the the world the WWE champion is on SmackDown. Why should I not sign for them instead? You know, and he'll need a reason why. So Rollins is, is the uh, is the reason. Yeah, makes sense. Johnny, he's your uh, sorry, Jay, he's your boy. Seth Rollins, is it going to be Punk, and what's he going to do? Well, so he's definitely going to face CM Punk, but 
CM Punk wants the uh, wants the headline at WrestleMania, doesn't he? So it's not going to be Roman against Night Two, even though he did say Roman. I acknowledge you, but he he could go for Roman, but I don't think he will. So it kind of tells us what the main event of Night One is going to be. It's at least going to involve CM Punk, and it's going to involve Seth as well. But I still don't think it involves the World Heavyweight Championship. I think Seth drops mm. it before then. I think, I think. Now what I'm going to say is going to happen at the Rumble is Punk is going to cost Seth the world title for Priest okay. to cash in or whatever. For yeah, or yeah, for Priest to cash in. I don't know who Seth's going to face at the Rumble, um, but for Priest to cash in and then Punk enter the Rumble and Seth cost Punk the Rumble, and then yeah. that sets up their match for WrestleMania to main event night one. Um, the promo itself so good like referencing Jack Perry just so casually uh, was so, so good. Um, yeah, I just enjoyed the whole thing. Um, yeah, yeah, I just I just thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, he's not coming down to NXT to take the title off Ilya, is he? So it will be Seth, but yeah, I don't think it's for the title. Yeah, I, I don't think mm. it needs it. I don't, I think the, I think the story is there for Seth and, Seth and Punk, isn't it? We don't. It doesn't need the title. Um, but now you've said it, it's an interesting one of who who Seth could have at the Rumble. Um, you know, do they? That's, that's the other one, isn't it? That's the other big question. You know, uh, both world champions on Raw. Um, it's not quite as clear, I think, where they're going with that. I mean, yeah. uh, Drew has just taken out the world heavyweight champion, hasn't he? He has. Can Drew have another loss now that he's just turned heel? Can he afford another loss? Well, he could have. He could have a lot of wins on his way to the Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, yeah. Who else? Yeah, he's fought Sammy and Jay both on Jay. Raw, so they they clearly don't see that as them as pay per view guys for World Heavyweight Championship. Um. Gunther, but again, I don't, I don't see how Gunther could lose that match. No. Um, whatever happens, I think that Priest becomes world heavyweight champion at the Royal Rumble. I, I think it's either at the Rumble, or this, and this is the last time I'm saying it. It's either at the Rumble or it's tonight. Because does does Rollins come down and be like? Well, what who are you going to sign for? Punk, blah, 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 yada, 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 all that. Punk hits the GTS on Rollins and says, I'm signing here, bitch. And then when he's, after he's hit the GTS, that's when Priest turns up to cash in. Or such a CM Punk thing, I'm stealing some of what you just said there, but such a CM Punk <laughs> thing to do would be, for Rollins to come down and be like, don't pick this one. Like, we don't want you here. Like, go to SmackDown, go face Roman, go to NXT, like, blah, blah, blah. Then he hits the GTS. Then Priest comes down and cashes in and goes off with the world title. And then Punk signs for Raw and throws it at Rollins whilst he's still on the floor. Yeah, yeah, either Raw. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be against it. But again, that'll be the last time I'm saying he's cashing in tonight because I've said it for about three weeks. But... So you it doesn't it do won't it happen tonight, and then it will happen next week. Yes, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, Whoa. absolutely. We could see that happening. Um, 
so yeah, obviously that was that was Raw, that was SmackDown, and Saturday night there was NXT Deadline, which I accidentally stayed up to watch. It was an accident. Um, Johnny, I know you watched it. Jay, you've seen yeah. it now, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part. For the most part. Um, Shawn Michaels said, um, you know, uh, I think it was last week or something on social media, where he said that he believes NXT bell-to-bell for wrestling is the best wrestling show on the planet at the minute. And watching some of them matches at Deadline, I find it hard to disagree with him on some of them some of them points. Um, I have to admit, I was quite surprised that, that um, Dom dropped the title to Dragon Lee. Um, yeah. That, that did surprise me a little bit. However, it did make me think... Not that I ever, ever thought I'd be saying this, and it's really, really not believable, but just for a second, suspend all belief. Could there be a, a title on Raw that Dominic could take with the help of the Judgment Day? Oh. <laughs> I mean, if, if he needs any more heat, that's the way to do it. I mean, because realistically, where where else can Dom go now? What title well, is next for Dom? I wonder if there's a storyline there with the Judgment Day. Not I, again. I again, I don't want to see this happen. But with them not being very happy that he's lost the title, mm. um, I know I know Rhea posted a picture a picture online and said something about like this is the workhorse of like 2023, like blah blah blah. Yeah. I wonder if she's done that because she wants to put that point across because she's now going to have to be really horrible to him on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, well, she was, when he lost it last time, she was, uh, she wasn't best pleased, was she? No. So, yeah, I, I, I just, it was just something I was sort of mulling over of just where, where does he go next? Now that he's had that title, what, what is there? What can he do? Um, but yeah, I, I again, I don't really know how. I don't know how that works. I don't know how you could, how you could do that. But yeah, it, would, it, it would have to. It would have to be like you say, all of the all of Judgment Day, and then some. Because yeah. Imperium, the rest of them would just come out as well, wouldn't they? So yeah. Oh, I'm assuming that you are talking about um, him taking the belt from Gunther and oh, not yeah. taking the belt from Rhea, and not taking the belt from Rhea. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> I'd say he's probably got more chance of taking the belt from Gunther than he has taken from Rhea. Um, yeah, I, ju- I just, I just wondered, like, you know, could that, could that be a thing? Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, that was, yeah, that that was that. But I think overall, and I'll, I'll let you boys pick out various bits from, from Deadline, but. Johnny, what did you uh, what did you think of of it as a whole? And you know that Iron Survivor, the men's one. I thought the women's one was very good, but like I, I said to you boys, that could the men's Iron Survivor could be up there for WWE's match of the year for me. I thought it was that good. I would 
Definitely agree. Yeah, I thought it was a, a great show. Again, I stayed up for most of it. Um, I went to bed after the men's Iron Survivor Challenge because um, it was late. Uh, but then I didn't realize, I forgot there was a cage match as well. And I was like, oh, nah, I need to go to bed now. <laughs> so I have seen the cage match since. And I mean, it was okay. It wasn't um, anything special, unfortunately. I think that was the only match that wasn't anything incredible, really. Roxanne and um, Kiana Jens. But the Iron Survivor match is very, very good. The women's one, I was a bit gutted that Lash didn't win. And the way she did that double pin over both of them in like a few seconds, I was like, oh, that is quality. That <laughs> come on. And um, Blair Davenport, you know, obviously, Go on, Blair. I remember her from the indie scene. She was good. Uh, I did enjoy her. And I think it makes sense for her to be the the one to win that match. And Laya Valkyria against, uh, against Bay Priestley. Sorry, um, Blair Davenport. It'll be a match that has that happened on the Indies? It must have. I don't know off the top of my head, but I obviously the X factor there is Cora Jade coming mm -hmm. back. Oh, Cora Jade, yes, of course. Yeah. She yeah. she's made it made it quite clear. So I, as much as as much as I do really like Blair Davenport, and I do think Blair Davenport will be a, a women's champion at mm -hmm. some point, I just don't think this is her time yet. Um and then you have the Dragon Lee, of course, wins of become a Dragon Lee fan of the last few months. You know, he's he's very good. Dirty Dom, the greatest North American champion of all time. I will stand by that. And I think it might be a three strikes and you're out. He might win it again. If he loses again, then he's mm -hmm. out of judgment here. You know, I wonder if that's how they're going to go with that. I presume Wesley was going to beat him for it, obviously, because he was replaced. Yeah. But... Uh, what was the other match they had? The um, men's one. Was there another match? There was uh, Carmelo Hayes oh. and Lexus King. And yeah, uh, Carmelo. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, Lexus King is, has a horrible haircut, and Bron Breaker, whoever's in his sideboards, needs fired because that's terrible. I should hope <laughs> he didn't do it himself because Bron, that, that is uh, atrocious. Um, the women's Iron Survivor, though, was a good match, but the men's one. Oh, that was that was fantastic. That Bron Breaker comes in three spears consecutively. For me, that was I know they're already trying to build him as a star. That for me was possibly his moment of just like, yeah, he is just so quick and for a big man, because he is built again as a big man compared to like wrestlers of the nineties, maybe not, but nowadays he's built as one of the bigger guys, right? So yeah. he really shown just how good he was. And Trick Williams being down three pinfalls, and I was thinking, well. Is he going to do it? Like, surely, like, he's got to, hasn't he? He's the most awful guy in that match. He's got to do it. But then when it gets to two minutes left and you got to speed through the wall, I'm like, oh, I think he's going to get this match with zero uh, points and it's going to have tension between him and Carmelo. Mm. And then out of absolutely nowhere, he gets four pins in about 40 seconds and wins the match. And that was a fantastic way to end the match. I really enjoyed that ending. Yeah. And the whole match, and it was all about Trick Williams. Can he finally have his moment? Can he finally get a big moment? And this was it. You know, he got that big moment. He won the North American title, had it taken away from him in about two days. And this was like, Frick is the real deal. You the, know, the, the, is, thing is, sorry, Jay, NXT, the, the, the thing is, sorry, John, just to say, the thing is, before I come to, you, come to you, Jay, the thing is, NXT, especially that match, had a real... It's a real uncanny way of, yeah, that match was 
all about Trick Williams. Like the the whole thing all the way through was, was Trick Williams. But everybody got their moments. Like it, despite it all being about Trick Williams, it it felt like it was about everybody else at the same time. Um, you know, I absolutely, as much as I would have wanted him to, I absolutely did not believe, you know, that Dijak or Tyler Bate were going to come as close as they did. And they had great moments and, you know, both ended up with three falls each as well. Um, and that Frankensteiner into a Tyler driver was so good. Um, and also Dijak and Josh Briggs should not be doing moonsaults for the size they are. Ridiculous. So good. Um, Jay, what are your thoughts on the matches and the, the, the PLE itself that you've seen? Uh, yeah, I want to know uh, who's producing the matches down at NXT, like who's actually writing them up because they're doing something right. They're absolutely doing something right. Um, I I know we spoke about him earlier, but I wonder if there's uh, there is a story plan for Dominic Mysterio because, like Johnny pointed out, he was probably going to lose to Wesley, but they still mm-hmm. pulled the trigger and made him lose to Dragon Lee. So I wonder if they've got other things planned for Dom uh, mm-hmm. that doesn't involve the North American title to still pull the trigger. Um, mm-hmm. It's a bit it's a bit of a weird one though because Dragon Lee's literally just been called up to SmackDown, and now I assume we're not going to see him on SmackDown that much. We're going to see him back down on NXT again. Um, yeah. I don't know if that was maybe to make us aware of who he was. Um, the men's iron survivor whooped that trick, eh? Like Johnny said, 40 seconds, four pins. And, oh, am I going to say this live on live on the podcast? I am. Fair play, Brom Breaker, taking yeah. the last pin, eating Fair. the last pin and letting Trick get that. Fair play, Brom Breaker. That's, yeah. That is... So I think Brom's probably on his way up and putting putting the next guys over on on his way there, uh, on his way to the main roster. Yeah, fair play, Bron. I like that. Um, Ilya versus Corbin, like absolute classic. That was so hard good. hitting. That yeah, was hard hitting. So good. Like Ilya is so intense, and there's not many people that can match his intensity, mm. but Corbin does, and Corbin mm. does it well. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that match. I enjoyed the women's Iron Survivor. Um, I don't know why, but I was rooting for Tiffany Stratton. I really liked Tiffany Stratton. Um, obviously, she was never really going to win that because been there, done that. Um, I could see main roster for her again in the future. Um, the women's steel cage match again, I wasn't really too fussed by. Um, not because it's women's wrestling, but because I'm not really fussed by either of them. Uh, I think the placement match. in the card for that hurt it as well because you've just. Off I agree. That, I agree. You know, you've, that, you've that, gone from you... absolute banger to this, and then absolute banger again afterwards. So yeah. it kind of gets lost in the shuffle a bit. Um, yeah, I thought it was a cracking pay per view. Uh, CM Punk opening the show as well, although yeah. it was really weird the way they like. Oh, but, by the way, off. again, okay. A very CM Punk thing to do to come down in a Bret Hart hoodie when Shawn Michaels is standing in the ring. Yeah, um, we love that. <laughs> but yeah, the way that his like he was talking to Shawn and then his music hit like again and then that was it. Yeah, really weird. Overall though, like this was a great pay per view. Probably the best best NXT pay per view I've watched in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um. And better than some of the uh, Raw and SmackDown pay per views this year, I think. But uh, yeah, there were only there were only two negatives. There were only two negatives for me. Um, One being Rhea didn't come out with Dom. 
Well, that right. Well, there were three negatives <laughs> for me. What? <laughs> no, I. I'm. I get obviously what they did at the end of the Lexus King Carmelo Hayes match with King being like, "Yeah, I didn't attack attack trick, but thanks for this ple moment after you've just <laughs> lost the match." Like, what? I I don't understand why you wouldn't have Lexus King win that match. Really, Ooh. for me, um, and uh, I might be the only one, but. God, I really dislike Booker T on commentary. He can no, shucky ducky go away for all I care. Like, uh, it's been my uh, annoying. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. De- can't deal with it. He annoys me. I'm not. I did not a. Uh, I did a live the uh, day after when I was watching it because I watched it the morning after you guys, and um, and loads of people in the live were saying that but pretty much he can shucky ducky quack quack go away which is pretty much what they were saying in there as well yeah. um yeah, just yeah. very quickly as well i didn't talk about the carmelo lexus king match but mellow is him watch this space mellow is him watches this space on the main roster he's going to be huge well i was going to say yeah. as well i was going to add in after i said how much booker t annoys me as a commentator do you think that obviously we've now got trip as you know the number one contender do you think we're going to see a little bit of even more of that added tension and jealousy because Trick will now be like, so I've just gone and got myself number one contender, but you've now gone and got yourself a place in the US title thing on the main roster. Can you not just let me have five minutes type thing? Because it was announced that Carmelo is going to be that one to face Grayson Waller. So what do you think they'll Quite still possibly. build that? Quite possibly, but what else is there for Melo to do in NXT? No, absolutely not. But again, no. putting over, putting over, for me, yeah, I do think Melo should be up on that main roster, but now he either needs to, this is why I would have had Lexus King beat him. He needs to put over Lexus as the new, a new top heel, mm-hmm. or is Trick Williams going to turn on Melo, but Trick is so over at the minute, I don't think that's going to work. So I'm not quite sure how they go about it, but yeah. And it was interesting. He came out, didn't he, Mello, right at the end after um, after Ilya beat Corbin and Trick came out. Mello came out after him very, very briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. But yeah, Mello is him without a doubt. Yeah, I, I think as well with the, the cage match, I think Kiana James is someone who deserves a lot better than she's been getting because she normally takes the loss. And Booker mm. T, as much as he does annoy me on commentary, one good point you did make was she needs this win. Roxanne Perez, I'm, I'm still not bothered by, um, but Kiana James, I think, needed that win. And obviously she got it with help. It was a very strange match in the sense of, like, even escaping doesn't win, which I've never heard that before. That was uh, No, I'm new. not thing bef- uh, that they did. Um, I'm not pleased with Eddie Thorpe either for Cost and Dijak the match because, you know, I do have a soft spot for Dijak and yeah. then Eddie Thorpe comes along and costs him it and I'm like, what are you doing? And, like, and why, that why feud finished that so long ago. Why are we still doing mm-hmm. that feud? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Booker T, the only thing that he does on commentary I like is when he sings with Trick Williams' theme song, I find that quite fun. But well, he's, that trick, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> 
But the way he just like talks over Vic Joseph and like just doesn't even know who Blair Davenport is. I don't know if you noticed when she debuted yeah. on the main, on that roster, he was just like didn't say a word. So because he doesn't know who she is. And it just feels like Booker. I enjoy I know you're getting excited and you're enjoying the show, but you just outstayed your welcome, I think, on commentary. Yeah, I, I just I... feel there's something about him that doesn't I don't know. Not that I can't connect with, but it's like he doesn't even really, for me, add that sort of, you know, like Corey Graves or Wade Barrett as ex-performers adds that insight. I just don't even feel that from Booker, really, if I'm honest. Um, I feel like I'm in the minority that does like Booker on commentary. I, I, I like him. I like him on commentary. I don't think he's bad. Mm. Yeah, I think sometimes right. wrestlers outstay their welcome. Like Booker T, there's clips of him on YouTube of his commentary, and it is hilarious. Like he is entertaining. But on NXT, for some reason, he seems very hit and miss. Like and I enjoyed him on the main roster. Similar with JBL. Like when he was first on commentary, I thought he was great. And like now, I'm just like, I can't stand him on commentary. He's just so bad. But he used to be think, good. Do you think that could be where he was on the main roster? He obviously knew all the guys and he knew what they were about. Whereas on NXT, he's got to learn all this again now. And mm-hmm. like he's not maybe not confident in what he's saying because he doesn't want to say the wrong thing. So he is just quiet in case he does say the wrong thing. That, yeah, that could be very, yeah. very believable. Uh, yeah. Sure. I, I also think mm-hmm. for me, you know, we've seen on commentary, we've seen Mauro Ranello, we've seen Nigel McGuinness. Now we've got Booker. T- like it, it doesn't. That, that that doesn't just work for me. We've seen some very good commentators on NXT. Um, Beth Phoenix. I, I enjoyed Beth Phoenix. I thought oh, again, awesome. Beth offered some insight. Yeah. At least she offered some insight. I just, I just don't feel like put Booker back on the on the pre-show panel for me, and let him Shucky Ducky go over there. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, great, great, great pay per view. I'm glad Absolutely. I did accidentally stay up for it. Um, you know, that was yeah, all good. And so, do you think then we've said obviously Mello is going to be in the in the US title tournament? Is Bron Breaker the next one that actually goes up and stays on the main roster? Is he him? Has to be, yeah, I think he has to be. Well, I do actually have a rumour that I'm hearing that backstage tonight is Von Wagner, which, you know, he's a free agent, so I guess he can do that. I don't mind Von Wagner. I haven't seen enough of him to make a proper judgment, but apparently he is backstage. Okay. So maybe he's the next one to come up. Um, But Bron Breaker should be, yes. That's interesting, Von Wagner being there, but also I do wonder for Bron because... They now make a rule, don't they, of keeping couples together and putting yeah. them on the same brand as each other. So if he was to come up, would they not have to bring Cora Jade up too at the same yeah. time? That's true. Yeah. So are they holding off until they're ready for Cora to come up too? Or mm. do they both just come up? Yeah. No, no, it's, you know. I, I do like Cora Jade, but she probably could do with another eight months in NXT, probably, just to hone in on on certain skills that she's that she's got. Um, you know, but yeah. So we are 
coming to the end. Is there a tweet that one of you have got for me? I don't have one, so if Johnny's got one, I'll let him take the way. Um, I don't, but I believe, Stu, you had one that you created for yourself. Uh, did I? About Bron Breaker's... Uh... Right, hold on. So here we go. What what has he got? Has, got, has Bron Breaker got Twitter? Hold on. I will go for it. Hey. Uh, let me see if I can find Bron Breaker on Twitter. Does he have Bron Twitter? Breaker, Bron Breaker WWE, yeah. Is it? Okay. Uh, Bron Breaker WWE, are you yeah. coming after CM Punk after he laid hands on your woman? Backstage. <laughs> that, that, that wasn't quite where I was going to go. But, um, <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't say that. Don't say that. Bron Breaker. He will, like, spear you through the phone, Stu, and we don't <laughs> want that. So. Why? Why can I not find it? Am I spelling Bron? Am I spelling Breaker right? It's no. Bron with one N. And Bron it's, with one uh, N. B B R E A K K E R. I think. Yeah. Yes. And it's double K. Yeah. There we go. Or it's like Brecker, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Bron Brecker. Yeah. All right. Okay. However, where did you get your beard trimmed? So I know who to avoid. Yeah. <laughs> so I know. That looks sick, fam. <laughs> so <laughs> I know where not to go. XOXO. There we go. That is uh, that is sent to Brombreaker. Hey, at Brombreaker WWE, where to you get your beard trimmed so I know where not to go? XOXO. Hashtag please don't spear me. Um, but... <laughs> As always, it's been a pleasure. Um, Johnny, where can people find you on social media? You can find me at Johnny Goldsmith on TikTok. And I'm currently trying to get to 20k, so it'd be nice. And I've just put a video up, and I only put it up like an hour ago talking about Bron Breaker. So that's something for you to look forward to, obviously, when this comes out. I'm hoping it has a fair amount of views, but, yeah, check that one out. Lovely. And, Jay, where can people find you? Oh, where does the list begin? Uh, so you, can, <laughs> you can find me on TikTok at JE WrestleTalk for all your daily wrestling content. I actually put out a video on there as well just before we came on air uh, talking about who I think I was asked a question of who I think the next superstar to jump ship from AEW to WWE will be. So I won't give away any answers, but go and watch that. I'm currently um, about 92 Last time I checked, 92 followers shy of 3K. If I could hit that by the end of the year, um, I would be very grateful. I think I said two weeks ago on the podcast I was about 150 away, so we are heading in the right direction to get there, uh, down to 92 now. You can also find me on Instagram, at Wrestlegram and YouTube, at Wrestletube as well. Um, that's me. Lovely Amazing. stuff. Uh, remember, like, share, comment, subscribe on that Russell, on that uh, YouTube. Yeah. Um, and Smash myself, that like button. <laughs> um, and myself, that wrestling guy, at TWG991 on TikTok is where you'll find me and my wrestling content. As always, boys, it has been a pleasure, and we will see you all back um, next week for we, the Beardies. So, before we finish, can we be found as a collective anywhere? We can be found as a collective somewhere. We can be found as a collective on TikTok at the Snapbacks and Beards channel. 
go check that out for regular updates on the podcast, regular reviews of Raw, NXT, and SmackDown, and plenty of videos about Wardlow. Um, as always, <laughs> it's been a pleasure, and we will catch you next week. Take care, guys.